Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim. Sitting to my left is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey Jim, Dave. <laughs> They're going as long as Melvin Gordon. These three, yeah, holding out for us. Um, another week has gone by in the NFL, mm-hmm. so we have to hold it down and talk about those games. Uh, we were hoping we'd get some of the crew back, but not this week. Next week, I've been told that Almost there may be... certainly have one. Yeah, back. I've been speaking to their agents, and uh, some of them, one, maybe two. Probably mm. not three, but... We'll see. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, more people talking on this podcast, which already goes long, but you love it, hopefully. So, before we talk about the games then for week two, Dave, mm-hmm. got some uh, tradey trade noise to talk about. Uh, three of the elite defensive backs in the NFL. One of them's already moved. Uh, so we'll talk about one first. That was Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. The fire sale at the Dolphins continues. Uh, and this time it's my Pittsburgh Steelers. It is. That have picked them up. Uh, they have got Minka Fitzpatrick, a 2024th round pick, and a 2021 sixth round pick. Miami have taken our 2021st round pick, a 2025th round pick, and a 2021 sixth round pick. So they've basically... Switch six round picks in 2021. Yeah. Uh, a fourth and a fifth doesn't mean too much. It's more about another first round pick for Miami. Yes. Uh, that means they've got three first round picks. I think he were, he would have been... And pick, two in 21. He would have been picked up in 2017. Uh, I think it was about 10th overall, something like that. He's only no, been there one year. Yeah, Rosen would have been... So it would have been 17, 18 as a rather. So he Rosen, I think, was picked up 10th. He would have been about 12th. Overall. I think it was 13th or yeah, something for the, like for the Dolphins last year. Makes you stronger. Makes them... I <laughs> yes. never thought I'd say this, but makes Miami weaker. I'm not sure how that's possible. <laughs> well, I'm really happy about this. Uh, yeah. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a long time, uh, when we were doing the draft for last year, we'd know that I was I fell in love with Minka Fitzpatrick a little bit um, and was hoping that we would take him. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, we were picking a bit later than that. Obviously, we picked up uh, TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. first round in that year but it means that we now have a first round talent uh, court, uh, defensive back so okay we don't get a pick next year in the first round but we've yep. now got I think it's five first round uh, picks playing on the defence Yeah, come next year so and in typical Jim fashion when he leaves you in about four years time you'll, make, you'll say <laughs> that you hate him and you never liked him in the first place I won't do that <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is in actual fact you've got three years worth of rookie salary out of him so not only have you got yeah. you're basically getting him getting a first round player a genuine first round player yep. for a first round pick which yep. a lot of teams don't do in this league mm-hmm. um, you're getting three years worth of Salary out three years worth of almost nothingness out of him. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to play him in his actual position, yep. which is a free safety. So, uh, well, he wasn't used properly in in Miami. He was complaining about that. The he was one playing too deep. That, the, that the one scary sure. thing for me is that he started complaining about it, and yeah. that's what you don't want to see. I was quite surprised because obviously the the talk was that he was Nick Saban on the field for Alabama on the defense. He was the captain, uh, first in, last out. We said. You don't want that kind of attitude from the players. We just got rid of the the biggest cancer we ever had in the in oh, our locker room. So I don't want someone else coming in. But uh, I I take Fitzpatrick over um, Jalen Ramsey. Yes. Talking of Jalen Ramsey, looks to be engineering a trade out of uh, Jacksonville. Mm. There was a flare up on the sidelines with Doug Marone last week. I don't know if you saw it, Dave, late in the yep. game. Uh, obviously, a frustrated uh, Jalen Ramsey likes to let everyone else know he's frustrated, and. <laughs> Walked past his head coach. Head coach yes. wanted to say something. 
He's Jalen a, didn't want to listen. He is a king trash talker. It's it's insane. Yeah, it come out to bite him a few times because obviously yeah. when you're playing in Jacksonville, there are going to be some some days where you do get beaten. Well, it's the same in every league. Yeah, you got to be prepared to take it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Jalen's not been good at taking criticism or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like that, but he is still a quality cornerback, yeah, arguably the best in the league. Um, he stats seem to argue that that point. You, okay, you could make the argument for it, yeah, but I know many people wouldn't. <laughs> uh, so what's going on at the moment then? So apparently, an NFC team's offered a 2021st round draft pick and a fifth round pick in 2021. Yeah, one AFC team's offered a 2021st rounder and a player. Allegedly, we don't know if this is true or not. It's just what has been reported. Yeah, apparently the NFC team I read somewhere might have been the Rams, which is okay. interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's true or not. It might just be paper talk. I've got no idea. The AFC team I heard was the Chiefs. Yeah, it makes sense. It would make a lot of sense if they want to yep. top all the uh, Patriots. Yeah, especially now they've got uh, Antonio Brown over there. Uh, but it sounds like Jacksonville are trying to ward off any suitors. They're asking, apparently, for two first-round draft picks, which ain't going to happen. They won't get two first. Um, I mean, in terms of law of precedent, if Fitzpatrick is sort of setting no, the precedent might, for this season oh, right, okay, right. in which, terms of cornerbacks or defensive backs, sure. if he's setting the tone, yep. then you're at least going to be looking at a first-round pick well, and I've a later first round pick. pick. Yeah, a first-round pick and a later pick. The problem is with Ramsey, you're not getting a Sterling choir boy, choir boy who's going to play <laughs> by the rules. You're getting someone who's a bit of a pain in the ass, mm. and he's at the end of his deal, so you're going to have no, to pay him. He's got two years remaining on his rookie contract, Dave. Right, uh, it includes 13.7 million salary next year. Yes, exactly. You're going to have to pay him at least 13 million next year, which is considerably more than you're paying Fitzpatrick. And then you're going to have to re-sign him to, what, a 15, 16, 17 million pound deal after that? Yeah. It's so but he Well, okay, in his defence, though, he's only 24 years old. Hmm. He's had 45 passes defended and nine interceptions in 50 games. But that's going to impact... And he's always against the number one receiver. But that's going to impact the draft capital that you're willing to buy him for. That's all I'm saying. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes for a first and a fifth or something like that. But they're certainly... Or first even and a fourth. Mm. They're not going to get two firsts for him. They're no, well, they're, they're just trying to attempt Unless them. it's, you know... Scare yeah. him off. Well, unless it's... Uh, I was going to say a Texas. Can can they... Uh, the Texans, can they go and spend that? I know that they lost they, they're, they're the ones who would only pay it. I mean... I'm not sure they've got any uh, camp space left. No. After what they've been doing. <laughs> uh, it could be the Cardinals. They could potentially look to trade out Peterson as a straight swap, but then mm. with a first-round pick as well. Maybe. I it's mean, not beyond the realms of possibility, but it's not. But be I mean, a bit of a waste of, of Ramsey. You want to see him go to a team that's actually challenging. Do you honestly see it being two first rounders though? No, the next two years. It's, I no. mean, uh, that's that's real. That's I, I would see someone giving up a first, well. Obviously, they reckon that two teams are willing to give up a, a first round pick for him. Yeah. So we'll see what happens if he keeps pushing it the way he's pushing it. Then they met the the Jags may decide to cut bait on him and say, "All right, let's get oh, I don't, we can. I don't think he'll be there at the end of the season. No, I think he'll be gone. Okay. Without any shadow of a doubt, he's too. He's going to be too disruptive. If he doesn't want to be there, with his track record, I think he. Yeah, with it, there's no shadow of a doubt that he won't be there. Mm. The other one then that uh, is also looking at potentially moving is Jamal Adams. 
the yeah. safety for the Jets. He was benched in his game against the Browns after committing penalties on back-to-back plays. It was late in the game, so let's have it right. It wasn't as if you know he was taken out halfway through. Uh, the 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 blowback from it was that he then unfollowed the Jets on social media, oh, which is the uh, the du jour treatment for a, a player <laughs> these days if they're not happy with their team. Uh, what, what do you reckon then, Dave? Jamal Adams, obviously a quality, quality player. Yes, I take Not it. used to losing, mm-hmm. but uh, now he's in New York, so... Well, he had all last season to get used, to, being, yeah, used to losing. Some players don't like losing. No. <laughs> well, they, neither should they. And then you've got Greg Williams rocks up as the def- defensive coordinator. Yes. Who stated in one of the first training sessions that he coached much better than Jamal Adams. Which isn't great when that's one of I the think, best players on your defense. I think that it's a similar thing. What coaches often try to come in and they'll target the best player and say something not negative about them. Just to try and to try and up. drive them. So Vic Fangio comes into Denver and says, "Do you know what Von Miller can be better than he has been?" And Von Miller says, "Hell yeah, I can be better because he's got Vic Fangio, who is one of the greats currently in terms of coaching defenses, mm-hmm. telling him that." So absolutely. Greg I'm not, Williams. I'm not sure Greg Williams has the same impact. Coming Mr. Bounty in. Gate. Exactly. I'm not sure that has the same impact. But it's not uncommon for a, a new coach to come in and to say that about one of the premier players. Mr. Owen 16 Browns. No, he's nothing wrong with that. We've all done <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> We've all done he's it. He's not the only one. <laughs> the fact is, though, it is, it's, it's a huge loss to the Jets because... Their defensive line isn't amazing. It's not bad. They've made improvements in it. Quinn and Williams. Okay, but he's still a rookie and isn't isn't playing at the moment. So their defensive uh, at the back at the at the back their defensive backs need they need to keep Adams. And Mm -hmm. if he goes, then their team is significantly weaker. Yeah. And he is someone who you could see could see a team say, okay, we might consider giving up a first and either a very good a, a good player. Or a high draft pick in the in the following rounds. So He's definitely proved himself second. as a as a invaluable piece of a, yes. of a backfield, and he's a leader as well. Yeah, I think he wore a C on his vest first game. He came in and was immediately one of the leaders in the team. Yeah, it was a little bit of a kind of a wasteland in terms of a Jets yeah, defensive yeah, players. I mean, it was thin. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going as it was thin, but yeah. Um, okay, so those are the three. We, what do you reckon, Adams? He might stick around or. Uh, I I think that one's probably 50-50 yeah. Ramsey's certain to go <laughs> um, but yeah and I think the Fitzpatrick one is good all round I was, that was the one right. happy bit of news for me this the week thing, the thing is though does that mean that the Steelers have faith in Rudolph oh God. we'll talk is about him later we'll talk about him later we'll go through the games and we'll, okay. we'll mention Rudolph uh, let's start them with Thursday night then Dave Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay at Carolina and the Buccaneers got the win 20 points to 14 um, one thing I've, I saw probably for the first time from the Bucks is something they never do run it yeah Peyton Barber 23 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown um, averaging 3.6 yards which takes all the pressure off Jameis Winston and that's what you need to do you know it's great having Mike Evans and, other, and OJ Howard big targets to throw at yeah but if everyone's standing back and trying to bat these passes away then it's not helping Jameis but to have someone like Peyton in there and giving him the amount of touches they gave him transformed that offense and you can see it was a steady scoring uh, touchdown in the second and third quarters uh, field goals in the first and fourth and uh, 
Yeah, I thought it was a, a great display from Tampa away from home. Uh, it was, and I agree. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science that if you run it, it makes throwing the ball a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but it's something Tampa haven't done in quite some time. No. Um, I can't remember the last time you'd say that Tampa had a quality running back. It's just something that they haven't possessed in quite, <laughs> quite a while. Um, how much of this win was down to... Not since Doug Martin. Yeah, no, I mean, it might have been before that. I'm not even sure Doug well, Martin... Yeah, he had a couple of good successful. seasons. Yeah. A couple of seasons. I wouldn't say he was elite, but in terms, no. in terms of this result, how much of it was down to the Panthers being a bit shit as opposed to <laughs> the Bucks being great? Well, Cam's taken another injury. Yeah, and last week he threw more uncatchable throws than anyone else in the league. Now, considering some of the quarterbacks that played last week, that's quite <laughs> an achievement. And these aren't throws that a player missed or he could have got hold of. These are uncatchable. Yeah. These are ones that no one could have caught. AJ Darby at his best couldn't have caught these. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but how many were thrown away balls on purpose? No, thrown away balls are discounted. Not counted. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, well, thrown away ball is anything that's launched into the stand, Drew Brees style, as he loved to do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, any of those are discounted. These are what would be class- classified trying as to PFF, get, trying to get a pass down. as completion uh, attempted completion. All right, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, it's not great, no. but at the same time, they've been kind of nursing him for injuries for the last, you know, what twelve months. To flip it on the other side, though, you mentioned how how good Tampa were with a ground game. How mm. bad would the Panthers be without McCaffrey? Oh, I don't want to think about that, Ooh. do you? <laughs> we're going to stick too long on this game because it was fairly uh, mundane would like to give a shout out to Shaq Barrett though yes former Bronco. Bronco linebacker with three sacks for Tampa Bay uh, he got four for his last year all of last year he got four <laughs> he was he saving him up game. I love Shaq Barrett I think he's brilliant yeah yeah. he had a great game against the Steelers and this isn't <laughs> this isn't just because of you when we played you last season he was superb and it yeah. was that game that almost earned him a new contract in Denver, but it's the fact that he came off his um, free agency tender that we'd put on him a season before, and we would have had to pay him nine or ten million quid, which we just couldn't afford. Yeah, we're still paying Case Keenum, so. <laughs> yeah. no, and that's I think he got defensive play, uh, NFC Defensive Player of the Week as well, which mm. is brilliant. Wow, yeah, uh, and that also marks the second home loss for Carolina, so they're zero and two. Yeah, we'll see how they carry on. Next up, then. San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. Wow. 41-17. Yeah. to 17, The Niners beat the doors off the, the Bengals in that game. Great balance as well for the Niners. Um, they had three different touchdown receivers. Debo Samuel, Marquis Goodwin, and Raheem Mostert. Two rushing touchdowns for Jeff Wilson Jr. And 131-yard scrimmage for uh, Matt Breda. So, very good all-round work on offense for the Niners. Yep. Absolutely. And held the Cincinnati Bengals at home to just two touchdowns. Uh, although Tyler Boyd and John Ross both got over 100 yards receiving a touchdown for Ross. Yeah. What do you reckon then, Dave? Are we looking at something that's not boring now in the San Francisco 49ers? Well, this is the thing I said last week. When are we going to stop? When are we going to look at the 49ers and stop saying, you know, they should be able to do it? Because for quite some time now, we've been saying this is a good team who are underperforming when are they actually going to perform well you said it I did say it <laughs> and I called it I'm taking credit for this I put what? the pressure on them 
And they came through. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I mean, I I I, me- I was messaging you during the games, and I said yeah. I'm quite enjoying watching the Bengals because they're not what they were. I mean, Andy Dalton threw for more yards than Garoppolo, but they just can't finish. That's the yeah. issue. They just cannot finish, and they got picked off every single time. I'm not talking interceptions or incompletions. It was just plays were being recognised and. They were stopping. How many times did we see them that they were, you know, fourth and two, fourth and one? And they were. it wasn't that they got dominated and that they were, you know, third and 19 or something like that, mm. um, which seems to be a, a Broncos speciality this season. <laughs> um, they were very, very close and they got beat by the better team. Two very, very good teams where one who can finish and one can't. Well, you you call them both very good teams. Like well, I said, one of them is very good. One of them scored 41 points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Going to stick to long on that game. Just very, very good uh, signs there for the Niners. When they've got some of the players healthy, this is what they can do with it. Yeah. Uh, the LA Chargers. Lordy, lordy. <laughs> uh, probably screwed a lot of people's hackers. I know they did mine. Uh, they went to Detroit and they lost 10 to 13. Who loses in Detroit? I know. Apart from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Their uh, punter, Ty Long, missed two field goals for the Chargers, which influenced their decision not to try for a 45-yard field goal, uh, but try and force a throw-through that was intercepted by Darius Slay with 105 left to ice the game. It was a messy game. Like I said, those two missed field goals could have swung it easily. And again, the problem with the Chargers is that Rivers wants to carry it all on his back. Yeah. Sometimes it works. This time it don't. How much of it can you blame to them missing a player like Derwin James? Because he changes the way that they defend games. Mm. But if you're a team that is as good as the Chargers claim to be or seem to be, yep. you can't have that much of a devastating effect of losing one defensive player. You just can't. They also had some horrible holding penalties called you know, oh. scrub-off touchdowns. Yeah. I know Austin Eckler um, had the touchdown scrubbed off, but he still managed 133 scrimmage yards and a touchdown on the day. Um on the other side, though, let's just give a little bit of credit to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Golladay, eight catches for 117 yards and a touchdown. Carry like on Johnson, 88 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. So, again, there was a balance there, and the Chargers weren't able to stop them as much as they probably hoped. And CJ Anderson, five attempts for eight yards. <laughs> CJ Anderson is now a free agent. They've released him. Ooh. Yep. He no longer plays for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> He's going around the league, isn't he, now? He's well, trying to do a Josh almost. McCown. <laughs> just hit every team Boy, he loves every jersey bonus. <laughs> you think you get a signing bonus well you might get a free t-shirt I doubt it yeah maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just it kind of sums up both the Chargers and the Lions is that the Lions can win these games but then they'll they'll do nothing next week that kind of thing you know, so. yeah uh, let's move on to the NFC North the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. The damage was really done in the first half for the, the Packers. They scored 14 points in the first quarter, another seven in the second. It was uh, 21 to 10 at half time. They, Green Bay didn't score in the second half, but they didn't really need to. There was a bit of a comeback from the the Vikings, but overall it was a fairly dominant display from the Packers. Another win. Move on. Yep. The Vikings were the Vikings so far this season are the team I've been most disappointed with. There's right. so many been so many times when Kirk Cousins I mean, he, he looks like Cam two years ago. He's just firing the balls he's just firing passes to people. There's almost no finesse about it whatsoever. He's under pressure a lot. He is, but And Packers actually have a 
a defensive front now that can get to the quarterback. Yeah, but it still doesn't without Clay Matthews. We're in it. We have to wait for him to leave before. Uh... He still doesn't change. I mean, some of them. He's he's not the most mobile of quarterbacks, so he has to get rid no. of it quite early. But every single time, it just seems to be gun it into the receiver's hands. And I don't care who you are, it affects your ability, it affects your accuracy. And mm. it's a big, big issue. It didn't affect Dalvin Cook. No, Dalvin Cook's still a stud. 193 scrimmage yards. insane. Day, and a touchdown. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's what we missed last year. We had, like, what was it three, four games out of Dalvin before he went down with an injury? Yep. And the good thing is he, he's a genuine receiver at times as well. Yeah, yeah. Those are scrimmage yards, so that's yeah. the combination. How many of them were running yards, do we know? I didn't write that down. Okay. <laughs> Let's say one running yard and the rest of them were yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like that. No. Uh, on the other side, Aaron Jones, 150 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, seven catches for 106 yards. Good moves by the... Uh, well, Aaron Jones wasn't really used in week one, but they finally mm-hmm. remembered they actually have a, a much better running back than Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. And so they started using him. I don't know if you also heard the little um, interview with Rogers afterwards. They mentioned about um, Matt LaFleur had introduced a wristband play call card. Yeah, yeah I saw he was wearing a wristband for the first yeah, time. Yeah, so obviously, like, you've been making the joke quite often that it's Aaron yeah. Rodgers now running the, the offense. Matt LaFleur probably heard you and said, oh, actually, I need to do something, otherwise, I might get fired. Yeah. So he introduced this wristband, and Rogers reckoned he only used it about five times in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of them was round the ball, sex one, round the ball, yeah. next one, round the ball, and that was it. Yeah. So, well, good luck, Matt LaFleur. Well, he he will be there as long as they are successful. It's that simple. Mm. And they they don't have a track record of getting rid of their coaches quickly. So No, that's true. He may still be here when we're old and grey. <laughs> when? Uh, right, next game then. AFC South, Indianapolis Colts. They beat the Tennessee Titans, Dave. Mm. We're not going to stay on this game for long because it's the Colts and the Titans, but mm. 19 to 17. Yeah. After a, a great first week for the Titans, it's back down to earth, uh, back at home in Tennessee. This is what the Titans do. Yes. Uh, let's look at it then. So I think probably the tail of the tape is the two quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota, just 154 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. That is a classic Mariota stat line, that one. Yeah. 19 of 28 completion, uh, four sacks for 35 yards and a QBR of 37.1. On the other side, Jacoby Brissett, uh, slightly worse in yards, 146, <laughs> uh, 17 completions on 28 passes, but for three touchdowns, one interception uh, and a QBR of 29, 29.1. Um, but crucially, it's the three touchdowns that makes a difference. Adam Vinatieri is the uh, other bit of news in this one. Missed two extra points. Has he been sacked yet? Well, he's not going to get sacked. Well, has he been released yet? They, they, well, no, they thought he was going to retire mm. on the Monday because he was calling a press conference. But he hasn't retired, as far as this podcast is aware. <laughs> and uh, also, um, Frank Reich came out and basically said, no, Adam's our kicker. We're not even looking to replace him. So, you get the benefit of the doubt when you're Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, but having missed- this is a, a scary uh, pattern that's uh, emerging here <laughs> for the what 45 46 year old kicker yeah it's um it's going to be a shame but it's like I say when you hit a hit a wall it's not a quick drop off for a kicker if you're 
the on a slightly different note, if you're the head coach of the Titans, are you more are you more Mike likely Rabel? Yeah, are you more likely to want to bring in Tannehill after Ooh. I'm just saying because this week oh. how ineffective was that Mariota attack I mean the amount of times he swept right out of the pocket yeah. and got sacked with another two or three guys waiting to get at him and it wasn't his line it was almost if his line didn't know he was going to go walk about and there's a, there was a few other times I mean there's one there was a couple of um, shots which were men wide open he went straight into pass coverage and doing the Mariota thing of just not inspiring confidence yeah yeah well because there's no doubt he'll get injured this season there's absolutely <laughs> no doubt so do you wait for him to fall over and then bring in Tannehill I think they're going to have to I think that it's the intangible things with Mariota first of all when you're a first round draft pick yeah you get every opportunity to uh, to make an, to have another chance even Paxton Lynch even Paxton Lynch yeah um but yeah, when, when you're especially a top two draft pick as well, there are a lot of other people's jobs on the line if you don't do well. So you will be given that chance. Tannehill was brought in as a backup, a very competent backup. But I think that, yeah, it's also the things that Marriott does around the facility. It's, you know, if you check out Jim Wyatt at all on Twitter, then you'll know that Mariota is loved throughout Tennessee. Um, the amount of stuff he does for, for charities and, you know, um, just the local community means that it's going to be difficult to bench him. Mm. But you know, eventually, it's about winning football games. Yeah, and they win one game, and then lose another game. Yeah, and they won't score many touchdowns. <laughs> <They'll> win, <laughs> they might win a game. They won't. Yeah, it's a good job they've got Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, they have got some wide receivers there. At least you know uh, AJ Brown looked okay. Adam Humphries. And Adam Humphries is a good slot receiver. I like Adam Humphries. It just makes it more of a head scratcher why they didn't score minimal points. But uh, there we go. Yeah. Let's move on to a game that we probably won't talk about too much. It's the blowout in Miami. 43 to nothing was the final score for New England. Um, yeah, Miami had seven punts and five interceptions in this game. Uh, they gave five interceptions in this game, including two pick sixes. Then they gained that one uh, first-round draft pick after the game because obviously... Yeah. It was Minka Fitzpatrick's last game with the with the Dolphins. Um, I guess the only positive for them was they managed to sack Brady twice. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that and I thought, where's the flags? I didn't think you were allowed to do that in the NFL. Exactly. Who is the thing is they've played Miami. Who is the worst team they've played this season? Is it Miami or is it who they played first week of the season? I think it was the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear everyone else laughing. It's fine. <laughs> If looks could kill. <laughs> that doesn't work on a Just pod. watching the tumbleweed go past. Uh, on the other side, then Antonio Brown had his yeah. first... They actually played him. Uh, he scored a touchdown. And then got another lawsuit for allegedly uh, skipping out on paying medical bills to another doctor. So, well done, AB. Uh, I, I don't know. Apart from those two pick sixes, it looked like the, the Patriots... You went expect easy. to score more than that. Yeah, it looks like they went easy on them. Well, Brady looked quite frustrated through most of that game. Mm. Maybe it was the fact that he got touched twice that, and it wasn't his son. But um, Oh, that's they... rough. <laughs> that is rough. That makes it sound so much worse than it actually was. <laughs> anyway. 
so anyway, yeah, a tough schedule for the Patriots. They, uh, you know, it's, it's not easy being in the AFC East, but uh, they'll they'll find a way through. Maybe on to the next game. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills at the New York Giants, and the Buffalo Bills. Don't say it too too loudly, Dave. But uh, they're, doing, they're doing all right. Two and zero. Yeah, twenty eight to fourteen. It was never close in this game, really. I mean, you know. Uh, by halftime, it was twenty-one to seven to the Bills. Eli Manning. Let's just talk about that guy because he's just been benched. This is only the second time. Obviously, it happened last year when Ben McAdoo put in Geno Smith for a game, then got fired. Yep. After that, so a ballsy move. It is, but it somewhat makes sense for me. You. We're just getting Eli Light now with Daniel Jones, aren't you? Okay, I know you don't like him, but give the boy some credit for a second. <laughs> for what? Right? He's been picked sixth overall. He was playing for Duke, so he's a smart boy. He's not going to be an idiot. Um, he didn't go to, I don't know, Wyoming, for example. Oh! Um, Wyoming, I hope, burn. I hope people get that. <laughs> um, that's where Harsh. Josh Allen came from. It was, yeah. Um, so, we are all, we are seeing quarterbacks who have been picked up in first rounds coming in and playing straight away and, and doing well. So, why not throw him in? And what have the Giants really got to lose? Well, they're, yeah, they're moving on from Eli. Let's just look at his stats quickly for the game. Uh, 26 completions on 45 throws, 250 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, uh, a QBR of 37.8. They were bad interceptions as well. Well, that's what Eli does. Yeah. Um, he's not been great for a long time. He probably was never great. Um, couldn't be argument about whether he goes into the Hall of Fame because he's got a, a tied winning and losing record, hasn't he? <laughs> he's won two Super Bowls, so... So? I mean, so there that's are, not that's not the only qualifier for getting into the Hall of Fame. No, absolutely not. But he's won two Super Bowls. There's a, a huge amount of quarterbacks who can never say that. Hasn't Brock Osweiler won a couple of Super Bowls? He was there. Yeah, exactly. He's got a ring. He won it. He's got a ring. He was there. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's got a couple of Super Bowls. He never played yeah, in the, he never the Patriots. Played. But they won not big. Well, he was he was a huge in part the practice of them winning. Who? Manning. Oh, Manning. Well, he yeah. was there. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to live in your black and white world. No, no, it's fine. I'm right, and therefore everything else is gone. No, no, no. I'm just saying that you know, to be a Hall of Famer, okay. he's got two Super Bowl rings. That should be enough for right for, okay. for him to trade off. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you get into Hall of Fame. Okay. So if he doesn't get into the Hall, it should of Fame, be the best of the best. Okay. If he doesn't get into the Hall of Fame, yeah, I'm sure his two Super Bowl rings will still keep him warm. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. I'm just, I asked the question. I didn't say whether he'd be happy with not being in the Hall of Fame. Will he get into the Hall of Fame? Should... Probably. Will no. it be first ballot? No. No. I don't think he should, but there we go. There's enough other good quarterbacks out there that are probably more deserving. Yeah. Uh, Saquon still tries his best. 135 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Not enough, though. There were three rushing touchdowns for Buffalo. Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Devin Singletary and Josh Allen ran one in as well because that's what Josh Allen does. No, nothing wrong with that. That's, that's Singlet- what you do in the league nowadays. Singletary suffered a hamstring injury uh, late on, but not sure about the severity. He may play on Sunday, so fingers crossed. You're being as he's looking very good. The thing is, that 135 yards that was run in from um, Barkley, that yeah. was the hardest 135 yards I think I've ever seen a, a, a running back have to go for. It's only going to get harder. Yeah. It's only going to get harder. Well, They've got no one to throw to. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see stack that box <laughs> so let's move on uh, not too long on this game Seattle Seahawks Pittsburgh Steelers uh, 
Seattle Not too long. We'll see about that. Sunshine. Seattle only managed to win by two points, yeah. uh, twenty-eight to twenty-six in Pittsburgh, uh, after Ben Roethlisberger suffered what looks like a UCL injury in his throwing arm. Um, yeah, same thing that happened to Jake Delon a few years ago. He managed to come back from that and actually have a couple of good seasons, but uh, it eventually did for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Mason Rudolph came in and they. Uh, they've called up Devlin Hodges from the practice squad and signed your old boy Paxton Lynch yeah. as a further backup option. Having got rid of our second string quarterback just the week before in Josh Dobbs. The irony. Josh Dobbs sits Someone on Someone should bench. get fired for this. <laughs> Is this becoming a theme for you? Every yep. week someone in the is going to get fired. It's going to be one of those seasons, Dave. Uh, Someone needs to get fired for this. shaping up that way. Yeah. The irony of Josh Dobbs sitting behind Roethlisberger yeah. for so long. Yeah. Foles gets injured. Dobbs goes off to Jacksonville. And the very next game, yeah. within days, yeah. his elbow goes. The fact is, though, Roethlisberger hasn't looked like Roethlisberger this season so far. How much of that injury is an occurrence in this game? And how much of it is, how much of it was carried into the season so was it a pre-existing injury well there was nothing on any injury report or any no but there, was, there was no mention of any you problem. have to say in week one and whilst he was in the game he, Roethlisberger didn't look like the Roethlisberger we saw last season no so for me there's every chance that potentially you already had it so if that is the case Dobbs going is even more of a head scratcher exactly unless you lot really really love Paxton Lynch I don't know <laughs> It could have been worse. It could be a lot worse. Someone should get fired for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking at some positives, obviously it was only a two-point game. Uh, two and a half sacks for Stefan Tuitt, who is a very good interior defensive uh, lineman. Um, bad news, Vince William left the game early with a hamstring injury and James Connor went down with a knee injury. Uh, they think that might be manageable, so fingers crossed he's not out for any extended period of time. Uh Touchdown scored two scored by a tight end Will Disley for the Seahawks and two scored by a tight end Vance McDonald for the Steelers. Uh, it's the Owen two start for the second time in thirteen years for the Steelers. Yeah. So it's uncharted territory for me, really. How's the? Well, I don't injury, like it anyway. How's the injury to Connors? You get used to it. It's nice and warm over this side. <laughs> <laughs> but James Connor, like I said, they're hoping it's not uh, okay. anything serious. So fingers crossed. On the other side, DK Metcalf had another good game. Yep. A couple of penalties against him, but it looks like he does that. It's a kind of a yin-yang thing with, he, with thing Metcalf. Is, he's so big as well. Any any contact he does make with um, a defensive back, he's accentuated by the fact he's double their size. Yeah, he just seems a little bit raw. Yeah. You know, he just he just needs to learn the technique a little bit. He's a he's a little bit too clumsy with cornerbacks that are invariably are smaller than him anyway. It's exactly the same as when Mike Evans first came into the league. He was committing foul after foul after foul. Yeah. And now he's cleaned it up a bit. I mean, you still do see it every now and again. But um, same with AJ Green, although he's never really got out of that mould, if I'm honest. <laughs> but again, because they're so big and so aggressive and so So much bigger than the cornerbacks. Yeah, so hands-on. Um, I think a lot of fouls look... And also with the focus that there is now on um, defensive and offensive pass interference. Yeah. Um, it's not really a surprise. But he did manage to draw a, a face mask penalty yeah. against, uh, against the cornerback. Let me put my mask into your hand. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to look at the ball sometimes, DK, rather yeah. than just you know, attack the cornerback. Uh, but yeah, there we go. So Seattle move on. Pittsburgh in the in some trouble here. I think that 
after last after the first game I could put that down to just it being the Patriots and yep. just being a slow start but now we've lost Roethlisberger and we got rid of our what I felt was our best move uh, as a backup so we're stuck with Mason Rudolph who I, I don't rate okay okay he did okay but I don't rate him as anything special that was the future moving forwards or you know had, okay. had an X factor to him I don't think he has that so, so fingers crossed, obviously, but I'm not. I'm not convinced in any way, shape, or form. Do you think the Fitzpatrick move states that you guys have faith in Rudolph? Well, it looks like it, doesn't it? Because we've just given up any chance of of getting the quarterback. But we obviously also think that we're not going to have a top ten pick anyway. Mm. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in terms of the quarterback situation? Well, then because if you haven't got a top ten pick, then you're not picking until sixtieth overall. So yeah, in which case you're definitely not. And we don't have the draft capital now no, because we gave up, you know, our, our pick for for Devin Bush as well. So yeah, uh, it's going to be difficult to do anything in the draft. Oh, so you for the don't next even have years. a second round pick because the Broncos have got your second round pick. Yeah. Oh, so you're not picking until your third round. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Interesting. How's Paxton Lynch? <laughs> um, we played the Seahawks. Denver played the Seahawks in week. It would have been. It was our week two. It was everyone else's week one because we played in the Hall of Fame game. He tore us a new one. I mean, oh yeah, because he was in the practice squad, wasn't he, for the Seahawks? Yeah, and uh, he he was really good. I was very. Impressed. <laughs> that was a was revenge like, game for him, I, though. I was watching it going on on silent, going, "Who's this guy?" And I saw Paxton Lynch. Went, "Oh, I feel dirty." <laughs> um, but no, I mean, well, another first round pick. Yeah, and he shouldn't have been. <laughs> you just said earlier about first round pick. Yeah, I was, I was being cynical. <laughs> No, if you if you can actually get him to, because he's one of those guys who hear foot, hears footsteps, and he doesn't as much scan the field like any normal quarterback. He does it in like like his super speed, like panic, yeah, he's jittery. And it, if you can just say, if you can just calm him down, say, look, just chill out. You might actually mold him into a bang average quarterback. Hey, at best. <laughs> well, I look forward to not seeing that happen. Yeah. So Rudolph's definitely the starter. Then you reckon? Well, yeah. Who's Although the, Devlin Hodges um, had a bit of a stir in in practice uh, during the, during training camp because yeah. he actually looked very good, but obviously it's one thing looking good in shorts when no one's allowed yeah, yeah. to hit you. Yeah, Another thing really. when you you've got scary scary big men running at you. In a weird way though, it's it's kind of exciting for you guys because you've you're own two, <laughs> so the pressure's off. The pressure is off you now. It yes. just is. The pressure's on the Ravens. If you guys go and even push them remotely close, they're two and now you're own two. Yeah. The pressure's not on you. As a quarterback, this is kind of where you want to be. You've got a stellar defense. You've got a really good line. Yep. You've got cracking receivers. If Rudolph can't do it now, send him to Canada. Quite frankly. <laughs> seriously. Because tell me, he's got a really good running back as well. Yeah. Why can't he do it now? Well, no, he, could, he can be okay. Exactly. But, you know, if he, he, I'm not convinced at the moment. If he is going to be any good, he's going to be any good right now. I saw more upside with Dobbs, but it's too late for that now. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Uh, Dallas and Washington. It was an NFC East matchup, and it went the way we thought it was probably going to go. Although, what's obviously really impressive, 31-21 was the final score. Dak Prescott seems to really have stepped up this year. Uh, If we just look at his stats, he only... He completed 26 of 30 throws, which is ridiculously good. Yeah, 269 yards... Three touchdowns, just one interception. Wasn't really his fault. The other thing, though, was 69 yards rushing, including a 42-yard run where he stiff-armed Josh Norman. Yeah. 
We're just a, the icing on the cake they, for for Dak Prescott there. They seem to target Josh Norman. There's a couple where they just sailed straight over his head, and yeah, it's interesting that teams or uh, this season at least both teams that they've played have both targeted Josh Norman. It's weird because that's the guy you don't want to target. He will right. he will take it away from you. He will hurt you. But uh, yeah, another great great result for Dallas. Uh, Zeke 120 yards scrimmage and a touchdown as well. It's going to be. It's going to be difficult for the Skins, but I think they've got some wins I, in them still. No, I predicted that the Skins would be bad this year. Um, they are 0-2, but they're 0-2 against two really good teams. They lost against the Eagles by five points in Week 1, and they lost against uh, by 10 points to Dallas. Yeah, They are a really good team, and they're good to watch. I mean, I never thought I'd say a team with Case Keenum at quarterback is interesting to watch. They're a... <laughs> decent side I'm really enjoying watching them right and I quite fancy them to be alright in the next couple of weeks because they've got the mm-hmm. Bears and I can test them out and the Bears are dog shit they've got, <laughs> oh. the Giant, they've got the Giants coming up and then you know Dolphins are only around the corner 49ers is a winnable game they're a decent mm. team they're, there I, are I'm some a, wins in there you're I'm right I'm starting to turn around with the Redskins I'm quite liking them and I'm looking forward to Haskins coming in as well I think absolutely a much better team down the line as the sooner they can get Haskins in yeah but yeah, yeah, absolutely the right. They're, they've turned me around. They also had a bit of a problem with Darius Geis is injured, and so yeah, I don't think really that um, that Gruden trusts AP. No, no, I mean it's obvious reasons why the amount of punishment he's taken in his career. Mm. I want, I want, I want, I'm looking forward to seeing the Redskins with Haskins at quarterback and Love at running back. That's the combination I really, really want to see. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate that they're in such a difficult division. Um, so, Except yeah. for the Giants. Except for the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> the Giants are shit. Another touchdown for McLaurin as well. Mm. His second game. It's two touchdowns. So that's another thing to be positive about. Yep. So hopefully, yeah. So there we go, Washington. Some uh, some positive own, news. Of there. the and two teams, they're all right. They've played two difficult games. Yeah. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, next up, then, the Arizona Cardinals went to the Baltimore Ravens, lost twenty-three to seventeen. I'm not interested in this game. No, not great, but. Um, just a quick one on Lamar Jackson, obviously. Uh, 24 of 37 completions, 272 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and also on the ground, 16 carries for 120 yards. That's like work. That's ridiculous. It's like work for him. It's part-time. <laughs> what was he doing for the rest of the game? He, he has improved immeasurably from his first season. Yeah. You know, they became just a gimmick team that were just running the ball, and obviously he is running the ball a lot, but his throwing is so much better than it was last season. For they sure. look like they trust him to throw the ball, which they didn't at all last season, which is, is why I had the opinion I had of the Ravens. They weren't using him properly. They're definitely using him properly now. Yep, and Jesus. it also helps he's got some good wide receivers, he's got good running backs, and he's got two superb tight ends. He's got a solid Mark Andrews there. Eight catches for 112 yards and a touchdown for yep. Mark Andrews dude, this game. He's the guy I called out. Marquise Brown, 86 yards as well for the rookie. Still don't like him. <laughs> there were some positive news there for Arizona. They did, they, it's hung in the game. They weren't, you know, a, a fourth quarter team. So they were scoring uh, field goals at least and challenging the... Uh, the Ravens as they went along Great. Christian Kirk six catches for 114 yards Larry Fitzgerald five catches 104 yards and uh, Kyler Murray looks like he's finding his feet yeah just needs, to, just needs to find his hand now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard for him I mean it's hard for any week one 
first round starter with that line. Um, with I mean, any anyone who's been picked first overall and been and starting straight away as a quarterback is invariably going to have a poor team rounding by the fact that he's going first. Yeah. Um, I do feel a bit sorry for him, but at the same time, he got 350 passing yards, so he's not. It's not as though he's not performing. He's doing. Right. He's doing all right. And this is this this is probably what will make him better in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Toughing hard. Him up. It's hard. <laughs> You're watching him. He's getting punished. Mm-hmm. And it's not even necessarily that he's getting. I mean, there's one point he got sacked by a guy who was three times as tall and three times as wide. Yeah. And he just felt a bit. Mm, it's like it's like picking on a child. It's not really <laughs> fair. Um, the one thing I will say is. I mentioned last week about the number of battered passes that were um, being made from Murray because he's uh, sure. a dwarf. So, and we didn't see that as much in this game. He's using his legs a lot more, not necessarily running, just scrambling for some opening room. avenues. Yeah, um, but again, he, what's he throwing at? Um, and the amount of, the amount well, of catches that, well, the amount of catches that um, Larry Fitzgerald was making that only really Larry Fitzgerald can make. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Was, is, am I right in saying that there was an injury to David Johnson as well his wrist yeah. and I think it might be a recurrence of but the he, one that kept him out for the he did at least come back into the game though so he? Okay. he came back um, fingers crossed he'll be okay because he is a, a quality running back not let's, fast not fast if I'm honest let's move on <laughs> <laughs> a tight 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 AFC South matchup between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans ended up 13 points to 12 in this one uh it all came down to a two-point conversion that was stopped um, by Justin Reed. Then the Fournette was given the call after DJ Chark had caught a touchdown. Wasn't to be. And the uh, the Texans come away with a win. After their heartbreaker last week, they managed to turn the tables and get the win this time round. Yes. Uh, Deshaun Watson only sacked four times this game. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah, only four. <laughs> that makes eight straight games with at least four sacks. That ties Blake Bortles and Jeff George as the only other two quarterbacks that took that kind of punishment. Uh, to dish it back out on the other side, Whitney Merciless with two sacks, including a fumble recovery by J.J. Watt. Uh, Merciless has been pretty merciless over the start of this season. <laughs> he got a sack in the first game as well, so that's three for the season already for him. Uh, let's just talk about the two quarterbacks then because it kind of hinged on them. Um, Gardner Minshew. Can we first talk about oh, his dress sense? Wow. Beautiful. Did you see his suit. Beautiful. Anyone who hasn't seen it, I think it's a red suit with uh, what, what is the... looks like a foil coloured shirt pimped out. It's amazing. All of his buttons are broken as well no, by the looks know, of it. Absolutely. The chest hair. A lot of, a lot of hairy chest going on there. the chest hair. <laughs> um, would you at the end of the game gone for two points or would you just tie it? Because this was something that yeah, I was this talking is the, to the a ballsy call, isn't it? Um, okay having big kahunas is great but do you know what I'd rather take it to overtime if it's me there is a, a school of thought that if you're away from home you don't really want to do overtime Yeah. if you've got a chance to win the game then and there you take it so I'm, I'm or, never going to or you don't take it or you don't oh, yeah. oh, well that's what they said it's the, the school of thought is you take it Dave so I'm not going to begrudge someone for taking a chance at winning the game rather than just tying it up and hoping they get the the coin toss to uh, to try and score a touchdown again in overtime. If you can end the game there, if you, you trust your offense to do it, then you do it. No. If you trust your offense to do it, you go in there and you get it done. But well, the fact is they didn't. Well, they gave it to Leonard Fournette and uh, he couldn't punch yeah. it in. So, How much of this shows that they don't trust Minshew, really? Well, because why should they trust Minshew? Why? 
Yeah. Because firstly, they drafted him and then they bought him in. They the didn't, fifth round? Uh, something like that. I don't know. But they still drafted him. They still said, this is a guy we want to be on our roster. Yeah, as a backup for Nick Foles. Okay. So Foles he's come in now. This guy's a backup. Yeah. Done. That's what he's there for. Yes, they've signed someone else. But the fact is, during the game, he wasn't terrible. 23 no. of 23, 233. 23 of 33. 23 of 33. <laughs> so, I mean, not terrible. We've had... Threw a touchdown know, to DJ Chark at the end, you know. Denver have had starting quarterbacks that haven't done that well this week. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. So, I'd rather, for me, kick the point, go into extra time. All right. I mean, he also did 56 yards on the ground guard, the Minshew. Yep. So that yeah, was more one of those. One of those was a scramble panic. Yeah, it? <laughs> it was amazing. You need add that on a loop with the Benny Hill music. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, he actually did well in, in stats terms. He did better than Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun only stats, had 159 yards, no touchdowns, only five yards rushing, but it was a touchdown that uh, who that counts a lot. You seen this? You seen the film Space Jam? Yes. You know where there's aliens come down and they steal everyone's talent? Yeah. Has someone done that to Leonard Fournette? Because he used to be a bathroom ram. <laughs> in college, yeah. 50, no, even in his first year. I mean, he was okay. Team, what, sixth overall, something like that? Oh, yeah, he was top, top 10. Now, 15 carries for less than 50 yards. I mean, that's not stellar. That's. It is weird, isn't That's it? Because they, they invested in that O-line. Yeah. And they should then oh, be using it. It's a good O-line. Yeah. But then they, that should help Fournette to get, get through the gaps. You it know? should. How much of it is the fact that they don't have any premier wide receivers, so a team doesn't need to double up on a wide receiver, they can stick another man in the box? Didi Westbrook looks okay. Yeah, and, he's a burner. Stick one man on him and you'll cover uh, him. You're not going to have to double team him. Okay, I mean, they have options there, at least. No one double teaming Marquise Lee. I think, well, I think you're putting <laughs> disrespect on the name, you know. Oh, <laughs> am I? Yeah. I, I think they're terrible wide receivers. You know, I think there's certainly worse groups. Yeah, but there's no one... You, that's what I'm saying. There's no one you're double teaming. You can afford to stick another man in the box and basically protect the run. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. so how much of that is affecting him and how much is... Well, possibly, but, you know, if he's supposed to be an elite running back, Dave, talent. if he's supposed to be an elite running back, then you should better work through the first tackle. Okay, so why more often than not, because he's not as good as we thought he was. <laughs> then that's the answer. Well, yeah, I'm I not agree. arguing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Shit, let's <laughs> move on. Uh, AFC West, Ooh. Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders. What a great start for Oakland. Ten nothing at the end of the, the first quarter. You know, restricting Kansas City to punts. Everything was going well. Punk Raiders five pound bet with me was looking solid. I was starting to sweat. Yeah, you, oh, you had a bet. What, what well, okay. Bet? So for those that you aren't following us on Twitter, you should be at Jim and the King, because there's also at Punk underscore Raider. There was some discussion before the game started about uh, how confident I was about the Chiefs winning, and then of course Punk has to pipe up that because it's his team that he wasn't so sure that uh, the Raiders wouldn't get the win this one. And so I said, okay, we'll put a fiver on it. And I think I managed to fish him into a corner, if that's the right analogy. <laughs> I've never heard that. I backed but I him like into it. a corner where online he had to either back down, which would look quite embarrassing for, for Punk, or take the bet. And, you know, Punk took the bet. <laughs> so, so the bet was simply that the, the bet Raiders was simply would five, win. Yeah, he actually bet that the Raiders would win. Five pounds, Raiders win. Okay, 
That's that's a brave safest bet. bet I ever took in my life. That's a brave bet. But after the first quarter, the uh, they looked all right. <laughs> so first quarter, I was a little bit worried. First quarter, you can look at it going, okay, we're expecting somewhat of a comeback in the second quarter, maybe in the second half. Yeah. Second quarter, wow, four touchdowns in wow. one quarter, and it just looked so effortless as well. I mean, if you want to, you have any doubts about Patrick Mahomes, just watch that. Just watch that quarter and then tell me. Tell me what's wrong with him. There's one point where Mahomes draws in the strong safety. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm going to assume from the formation that they were playing nickel. I'm going to assume. Okay. That. I, I can't be certain. But he draws him in with his eyes and then just launches it over his head and goes long. I think it was one for Hardman. Maybe it was Hardman. I'm not sure. And it was just that he can. It's almost like he had this. Jedi mind trick where he bought the man to him and just launched over his head. It was weird, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, one of the good things, though, is that we're not going to have to watch an NFL game with um, a baseball outfield on the uh, pitch anymore. <sighs> I'm so glad about. It just looks horrific. It I'd... looks terrible. Yeah. And the thing is, I haven't got the best eyes. I'm no, not going to lie. No, you don't. And every now and again, a player will disappear, and I'll just go, oh, where, where the hell did he come from? And it's normally the team in white. Yeah. Um, so they'll just run, and I'll just lose the player in the thing. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, that was rubbish. He's thrown away. And all of a sudden, a guy's hand pops up and catches it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, that was a great play. Okay. Well, it was Demarcus Robinson's turn this day, this, uh, yes. this weekend. Uh, six catches, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. Insane. Travis Kelsey, seven catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. He took a brutal hit at one point as well, Travis Kelsey. Not I as th- brutal as Derek Carr took. I didn't see the Did car you one. see him helicopter after getting hit by two players yes. trying to no, jump out of bounds? No, fair play to him, though. It, didn't, it annoys me a little bit when what I see quarterbacks take... No, I know, but I, like, I, I just want to see entertainment. And if it's two AFC West teams with a quarterback going flying through the air, I'm all for it. I can imagine what Gruden said to him when he got back to the sideline. Like... You're my franchise quarterback, and that's what you're doing. No, you've this got is a slide. Gruden. This is Gruden. He'd gone. Go on, boy. Yeah, I we love it. We love it. No way. Knock on wood if you. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, so yeah, Patrick Mahomes, four more touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City with two interceptions, so All... it's good to show show their defense is uh, is picking up as well. The thing is, neither team scored in the third second... or fourth quarter. No, second half was dry at all. Yeah, it's a shell shock from the second quarter, wasn't it? It was just, what? <laughs> what happened? I thought think... we were winning this game. So in the second quarter, Kansas got all of their points. Do you think yes. that's them done for the season? Yeah, that's, just that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One good bit of news for the Raiders. Let's give let's give Punk something to think about while he's handing me over that money. Is uh, Josh Jacobs twelve carries for eight for ninety nine yards? So another good performance from the rookie. He looks a bit shifty, Jacobs. I'm yeah. Like, I don't want to, but I quite like well, it. Well, I might steal your wallet or... No, you know. not that kind of... That's, that's, oh, right, okay, that's right. Raiders shifty anyway. Yeah, no, shifty yeah. is in... He's got little moves. He's sort of dropping the shoulders. One point where... Um, it, it, I can't remember who it was. It was some. It was one of the linemen for... Um, for uh, the char- uh, Chargers, the Chiefs. Chiefs. And he managed to basically palm him off or stiff arm him off and then drop his shoulder and run away from him. It was just... It was a nice single slick movement that you don't normally see from a rookie so yeah he, he, look, he looks decent he looks good the one bad bit of news for the Chiefs was that uh, their starting left tackle Eric Fisher is having surgery on a core muscle injury so that means that Cam Irving's going to come in as the uh, replacement is Eric Fisher the former first overall pick uh, yeah 
14, or, 13 or 14, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago now, yeah. back when O-linemen were, were rated as the, the top talent in the league. They still are. Look at look what happened when uh, our friend went to the Texans. What, Naomi um, Tunsil? Yeah, he what was that, also two, got injured. Four first, four first round picks, six second round picks, and six third or something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, okay, so a few more games, just a, just a few more. Chicago Bears at your Denver Broncos, Dave. Yeah. Now, I think Oxygen let you down in this game. No, what let us down was a referee calling <laughs> bullshit personal foul against Trubisky. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not having it. And we're talking about Cajonas. We went for two. We got you did. the two. You got it. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. What a knee down catch in the corner of the end zone. What a beautiful it's touchdown what catch. What you expect. Uh, just quickly, 11 catches for eleven catches for 98 yards and a mm. touchdown for Emmanuel Sanders. Brilliant game for him. Yeah. And uh, it's a good sign to see because he got an Achilles injury towards the end of last season and there was some doubt at his age. I think he's 31 now. Yeah. As to whether or not he's going to be able to really shake it off and become... Um, the wide receiver that he was and it seems he has so great news for us and he caught the two point conversion as well and he did so it gave you a one point lead with about what 30 seconds left something like that it was under a minute Uh, and of course the Bears hadn't done much on offence for the entire game either so season season (laughs) Um, but yeah it came down to was it fourth down he got the throw off he got the throw off middle Um, of the field yeah Alan Robinson makes the catch yeah Gets down with one second to go. What I don't like They call is, the timeout. No, they Obviously, didn't. No, yeah, they, they did. didn't. They did. They called the timeout before the play. Well, he said to the referee, Trubisky as soon as he like goes down... Making the signal as the catch was being made. As soon as he goes down... They called timeout. I want a timeout to be called. They went, yeah. okay. But you can do that. And I know. I just don't like the fact that you can do it. <laughs> I'm not arguing the fact that you can. I, I didn't... All right. I know you can. I just don't. Yes, like you. It. you co- the coach can say and they expect whatever happens and take a timeout. So that's fine. Yeah. And there was one second left, and of course, there's no Cody Parkey there anymore for the Bears to make the kick. It was on Eddie Pinheiro, who, uh, yeah, 53 yard field goal killer, and he was awarded. Here's the biggest joke of the NFL. Yeah. Special so teams, teams player, player of, of the week. week. What a <laughs> load of. He, he made a kick. It's his job. Yeah. But what a kick. What a kick. That oxygen helped him, though. Yeah, See? I know. It's, it's where your you worst kick, enemy sometimes. You want to kick in Denver. Yeah. Um, it was two not brilliant teams. Um, <laughs> you paying don't say. In a not brilliant fixture. But the one thing I mentioned is the fact that we would be fun to watch this year. We were. You weren't. Some, on offense, we were fun to watch. The problem was we when? conceded about 350 yards in penalties this this, this week and still oh. lost by a point. I mean, it was insane the amount of penalties that were should being... We, should we talk about Garrett Bowles quickly? Uh, four holding to? flags for Garrett Bowles this week? Yeah. <laughs> Just the four? That makes it 34 in 34 starts. Yep. It's consistent. Oh, he's getting worse. Oh, I know. He had 10 in his rookie season. Yep. Nine in his second season. He's had five in two games. Do you know the worst what, thing about What's it? going on? Isn't Vic Fangio supposed to be sorting this out? And Mike Munchak? Mike Munchak's the defensive... Uh, is the, the offensive, offensive line, line coach. So yeah, what's going on? The interesting thing is the other side was Ron Leary. So yeah. anyone who doesn't know the Broncos line, basically one side we've got Garrett Bowles, who's first first round pick for us in 17-18. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Ron Leary's the guard playing um, right guard the other side. Right tackle, we're yeah. now moving Dalton Reisner. Yeah. 
Um, how, now, he was originally a left guard playing next to um, Garrett Bowles and there's some thought process that he's causing Bowles to hold. Now, I'm not quite down. <laughs> I'm not down with that. It's because teams are targeting Dalton Reisner because he's the rookie. Now, yeah. as you know, when you're, when you're a rookie lineman coming into the league, you don't get many reps with pads. You learn on the job. Yeah. So teams are targeting... Reisner, Reisner's for me isn't the weak link. He looks very good at the moment. So we're essentially moving into the other side of the line next to Ron Leary, mm-hmm. so that teams when they target him, Leary can take has, up some has of the back slack. up there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. The only problem is, is now now is teams are probably going to start targeting Garrett Bowles, <laughs> which is the ironic <laughs> thing. <laughs> so is I, oh wow. There's been problems with our O line for a number of years now. Yes. Um, and the fact that we've lost our centre, um, Matt Paradis as well, who's I think at the Panthers now, right? Millions and millions more than he was ever yeah, going to yeah. remember. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with our O line. It's also affecting our run game undoubtedly, um, but we've got a quarterback who is used to having pressure on him, so it's not as much of an issue as it has been in previous years the fact is there were some of the refereeing in that game was dire I mean absolutely dire and not just against the Broncos there was a couple of plays what we got uh, we got one for a personal foul a personal foul was called in the first half there was barely any contact it honestly it's insane it yeah. is utterly insane um, we've we're now 0-2 and, and we've got the Packers next yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, let's go on then. Three games left. Uh, first up is the New Orleans Saints at the LA Rams. And of course, the big news was that Drew Brees is out. Mm-hmm. Thumb injury. Yep. Uh, he managed to hit Aaron Donald in the hand. So it was like the worst high five you could have ever done. <laughs> um, that was during the first half, I believe. And uh, yeah, it meant that Teddy Bridgewater was coming. Uh, Teddy went 17 of 30 for 165 yards. Not stellar, but I mean, it was the Rams defense in LA. So, you know, give them a little bit of of credit for that, I suppose. Uh, And it's going to be, well, they've not placed him on IR, is the latest news. So the idea is that he might be able to come back in week eight or uh, in eight weeks or, you know. Six weeks, week eight, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Obviously, it is a thumb, so it's not quite, you know, but it is his throwing hand, so. Yeah. It's quite imperative that he need his thumb is working. Uh, so at the moment, I think the idea is they're going with two quarterbacks, which is Teddy Bridgewater and football player Taysom Hill. Yeah, I like Taysom Hill. He's entertaining. It did seem to scupper any chance the Saints had of winning the actual game they were playing, though. So they ended up with nine points, all of them coming off Will Lutz's foot. Uh, the LA Rams, though, seemed to ease ahead as the second half started. Fourteen points in the third quarter. Uh, Cooper Cup. Five catches for 120 yards. Brandon Cooks, three catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Um, also touchdowns for Todd Gurley. So, yeah, it was, you know, an okay display. Aaron Donald went out halfway through the game, but came back after a back injury. It was, yeah, and it was a game that, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you need to get through this game as well. Yeah, Obviously, when you take Breeze out, you'll, it's a kind of, you'll never know. It's, it's affecting but, them big time. Um, you know who the real victim is through all of this? Me. 
<laughs> you know why? It's your curse, isn't it? No, you know, no, no. You cursed them. Nothing to do with that. You know why? Because I've got Drew Brees in fantasy. Oh, you do, yeah. Right? Now, no one in our Sure, that's what... New Orleans' biggest problem. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's my problem, so I don't care. And everyone's got to listen to it. Shut up a minute. So, no one else in our league wants to trade. So, do you know who I've just had to pick up off the waivers? Go on. Have a guess. Andy Dalton. Ooh. Yeah. The Red Rifle. Cry for me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I don't know what I've got this week, but quite frankly, it doesn't matter. Well, you quite like the Cincinnati Bengals. I, yeah. No, I don't mind them. So, I you're okay like with that then? Them. I quite like watching them. I quite like watching the there's Redskins. No one, there's no one trading one that for No, no one's having it. Uh. No one's, no one's trading for Drew Brees. No. no, it's not just that. I've been, I've been, I've offered about four or five different trades for the people. No, no one's having a sniff. Oh dear, not even a sniff. Uh, if you drafted better, you'd have other, other options there to uh, to trade with, wouldn't you? No. The worst thing is, it's like this in both of my leagues. He's my quarterback in both leagues. Yeah, I had Roethlisberger oh. in both my leagues last week. So. Sucks to be. Do you want to swap? <laughs> yeah, and right. Dalton for Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least yours has got. Well, yours is playing, so yeah, I'll yeah. watch that. <laughs> um, okay, two games then: Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. And wouldn't you believe it? The Atlanta Falcons managed to pull out a game at home. Twenty-four to twenty was the final score. Uh, I mean, both quarterbacks weren't stellar. Two interceptions. You don't for, say. <laughs> two interceptions for Desmond Trufon. That was good news for the Falcons. Uh, three interceptions for the Eagles. Good news for the Eagles. Um, if we look at some of the scoring, the wide receivers had the biggest numbers. Julio Jones, five catches, 106 yards and two touchdowns. Calvin Ridley, eight catches, 105 yards and a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar on the other side, 107 yards and a touchdown on eight catches. Um, I'm not going to talk about this game too much unless you want to, Dave, but it seems to just be a kind of go-ahead touchdown at the end for for the Falcons. Um, Julio got loose and then it was a foot race and he got up to about 20 miles an hour. Won the game. video on NFL.com. They rated quickest players in the league, and I think it was him and OBJ. Yeah. Who were the fastest. That's the most interesting thing about this game. I'm not yeah. overly concerned. A big surprise that the uh, the Falcons got it done, but uh, congratulations them for doing it. Although, like I said, it was pretty good defensive work, at least on the, uh, on the backside for both of them. Last game then was the Monday night game. Cleveland Browns, who took a stinger in their first game. Them Bruins. We're going to the Jets, who also took a stinger against the Bills in their first game. And uh, the poor Jets. I mean, it doesn't rain, but it pours. They didn't just didn't just go into the game with Trevor Simeon as their I backup mean, quarterback. That, that's hard enough. Let's that not, is. Let's not yeah, it, that's the, the odds enough. were against them before that started. Yeah. But uh, then they lost Trevor Simeon to a season-ending ankle injury. So they've now got Luke Falk as the third-string QB who uh, played the majority of the game. So... I didn't stay up to watch this. Sorry to interrupt. I didn't stay up to okay. watch this. And I, so I watched the highlights, the 30-minute highlights. Right. And Simeon goes out and said, um, oh, we're bringing in Luke Falk. And I had to stop it to Google him. What? So I was like, who? So I genuinely had no idea who oh, he was. Dave. Okay. And I'm not even all that sure. No, nah, he was all right. He had no okay Look, game. I think 20 out of 25... You know, yeah, completions for attempts that's good the completions that he was completing they, they weren't difficult for they were shot I mean 198 one, yards it was a yeah. one dimensional def- uh, offence that was very easy to stop yes yeah any and Browns fans who are out there getting carried away at this cool oh, Jets cool oh, Jets, yeah. cool jets. <laughs> 23-3 to was the final score three sacks for Miles Garrett so he feasted on that uh, 
Yeah, it was him who wrote injury ravaged play. That was attempted murder on um, Trevor Simeon. The way his leg bent back, I mean, it was. Oh, yeah, wasn't pretty. Nothing's no. broken though; it's only a ligament. So, it's just a real shame. You know, you get a chance to to take over a team and yep. and do something, and then your, your one game you get knocked out straight away. How long's Donald out for? Because he's got mono. He's got mono, so that's a, that's a weird disease for us in the UK because we don't really know what mono is we yeah I mean you do get it's, it's where it affects your hearing it affects your balance it isn't affects... that a kissing disease no <laughs> I don't, you're thinking of fucking mouth no I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you've been watching Brady's videos too much oh <laughs> wow now what who's doing that now alright watch yourself <laughs> you can't warn me after what you said earlier on piece of um, the quick stats there Nick Chubb 98 scrimmage yards and a touchdown OBJ 6 catches 161 yards that one handed catch as well yeah dirty he does that all the time yeah I know um, so that's it yeah Jets are in free fall and obviously that led to the Jamal Adams uh, hoo-ha afterwards it's been a really weird week Dave injuries all over the place trades going off people annoyed yeah. franchises going into the, the, the crapper um, yeah, I mean, the, the the franchises that we're normally used to hearing carnage from are the ones that are quite quiet at the moment. Yeah. The Raiders, for example, they're normally ones they that are settled. piping up. Yeah, they, they look they look. Got with Antonio Brown and uh, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Um, it's all peaches and cream, except for losing to the Chiefs at home. Yeah, I mean. Uh, That's expected. That's everyone, expected. Everyone except Punk expected that, yeah. so. Um, no, I. For, I might ask for it in pennies. No, the Raiders fan, yeah, he probably would throw them yeah. at me. Um, no, 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 crisp five pound note, punk. Uh, whenever you're ready. What was your most enjoyable game of the week? The one that you really enjoyed watching? You put me on the spot there. No, um, I intended to. Well, I hate to say it, but the uh, the Chicago Denver game was terrible until the last minute or so. But the amount of tension it gave. No, I know. The back and forth. Imagine what it was like for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that back and forth. And, and also, you know, the Jacksonville-Houston game had a great ending to it as well. It was, you know, going for the two-pointer. Yeah, but that was it in that game. I mean, there was no, no help. Like I said, the same thing with the Denver Bears game, you know. Not for me. That Not for a, you, possibly, but Jesus, that was a rubbish game. So, your game of the week There, was... there were those two games that really, I mean, I mean, there was a few good late endings to games. The Chargers and, uh, and Lions as well. But um, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with the Chicago Denver game, despite how terrible the Chicago Denver. Yeah, I'm going Panthers versus Bucks. Bucks, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mostly because I'm very happy for Shaq Barrett. I like Shaq Barrett, so yeah, that was a game that I enjoyed. If I could watch one quarter, it would be second quarter with the Chiefs Raiders because that was just you'd sit there beating off with a box of tissues. There's no need to be crude. It's true. No need to be crude, Dave. <laughs> Just because it's in your division. Give a toss. Let's, hey, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the pick, shall we? Yes. So, uh, week two, the King was versus Paul, the Redskins fan. Oh yes, I we about did this. get King's picks in. He yeah. did did give them to us before the week started. So um, that's true, and it's guaranteed to be true because he picked the Panthers. Okay. For Thursday night, and the Panthers lost. Now, so I'm assuming you've added up. Uh, was it Paul? You said. Yeah. I'm assuming you've added up his score against uh, our absent friends. Yeah. Did you add up his against mine? 
Oh, we've got the total score as well. Oh, okay, that's all right. So for this week... Now I mean what I said last week. Paul was I, didn't, I didn't register yours. Oh, for f- why do I even bother? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why do you bother? That's not, that's not I like you to bother. Question. I like you to bother, Dave. Ask <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want answers to. I won't. I won't. Sorry. 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 Uh, so yeah, week two, um, 16 games. King got 12 right. Jesus, he's he doing well. Me, he makes me sick. He's doing so well. He got 13 right in the first week, including that tie game. Yeah, but I got 12 right in the first week. I mean, that you did. Wasn't... You did. So, yeah, King got 12 right. Paul, 10. That's not... Again, double Paul, figures. You've got to be happy with that's that. That's all right. But it does mean that the King is on 25 points. The people are on 22 points. So, we're already down by three points after two weeks. Yeah. So what I've done is I've pulled in the ringer and I've drafted in Mike, who's a Chiefs fan, who beat the King twice last year in the picks. So yeah, we've got Mike's picks. We've yeah. also got the King's picks here. They're actually here, even though he's not. I've got them in front of me, Dave, so I'm quite happy about this. Giddy, almost. Yeah. It starts off on Thursday night. It's an AFC South affair. The Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you reckon, Dave? I'm going to ask you because oh, you're... Does, does my opinion matter? I lo- yeah, I love your opinion, Dave. Rubbish. Uh, Titans. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gone for the Titans there. Uh, then on the Sunday game, starting with the Detroit Lions at the Philadelphia Eagles. You always do them in a different order to what I've got. <laughs> right. Lions-Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Eagles. Okay. So next game is the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Pats. I think mean, everyone, everyone's yeah, going it's, for it's the Yeah, uh, Yeah, everyone has. Then it's the Oakland Raiders, still Oakland, at whoever, the Minnesota whoever Vikings. They're Doesn't matter whoever they're playing. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, everyone's <laughs> gone for Vikings. Getting the getting the pattern coming here. Yeah. Then it's the oh this one, the Baltimore Ravens at the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, I want to go. Is he gone? Everyone goes against their team. Is he gone Ravens? He's gone Chiefs. Yeah. And the King. Yeah, it makes sense. So it's a sensible choice. You going for that? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, then we've got the Atlanta Falcons at the Indianapolis Colts. I want the Colts, but the Falcons will win that one, I reckon. It's our first uh, difference here. The King's gone for the Falcons. Mike's gone for the Colts. So It's a brave pick. Well, in Indianapolis. I think mm. it's, uh, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Then it's uh, your Denver Broncos, Dave, at the Green Bay Packers. Even I'm struggling with this one. <laughs> Even I'm struggling with this one. Well, Mike I... and King didn't. They've both gone for the... Uh, the Packers yeah I don't want us to be 0-3 but there's a fairly good chance that when we come up against Jacksonville in uh, in week 4 it's going to be two 0-3 teams <laughs> yeah next up it's the Miami Dolphins at the Dallas Cowboys Dolphins obviously yep so both of them have gone for the Cowboys the Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills that could either be a brilliant game or a shit game mm-hmm. um I'm going to go Bills. Yeah, everyone's gone Bills. Yeah. Everyone's gone Bills. The New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, who is... With Daniel Jones starting. Uh, I wanna, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's not Giants. what uh, King and Mike have gone for. They've both gone for the Bucks. A few games left. First of all, it's the Carolina Panthers 0-2 at the Arizona Cardinals. Oof. Hmm. Oof. Um, uh, uh, it depends. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Captain, Captain obvious. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends if Cam starts. Yeah. I think 
Arizona win. Wow. You're betting against Cam? Yes. The only way Cam's going to start is if he's playing injured and he's bad enough at the moment. So let alone no. him out there when he's got no shoulder and no... no naughty, uh, naughty. Anti. Okay. Okay, Dave. Okay. Well, we've got another mix-up here. So the King's gone for the Cardinals as well. And uh, Mike's gone for the Panthers. So we've got a second difference there. Uh, next up, it's my Pittsburgh Steelers at the San Francisco 49ers, where the Steelers haven't won in San Francisco since 1999. What do you think on this game? Well, it's not a great stat, is it, <laughs> to start with? Um, unfortunately, this year, I don't think we're going to beat the, the 49ers. Nope. Not in San Fran. If it was back in Pittsburgh, we'd have a better chance, maybe. But um, until I'm convinced on Mason Rudolph, then I'm not going to say anything. In a weird kind of a way, I think... Roethlisberger being out for the season might actually help you. <laughs> no, in a weird, in a weird sort of way, because when the Saints yeah. come, in, when the Saints come, when the, the Saints aren't going to fully commit to one of the backups, whether it be Taysom Hill, whether it be Bridgewater, they're not going to fully commit to them and say, "Okay, we're going to change our offense entirely for you." Sure, they're just gatekeepers until Breeze gets back. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Roethlisberger's is done. So all this week is going to be let's create a game plan for Rudolph that he can lead. With his nose so bright. And it was going to be a nice, simple game plan okay. where he can throw slants, tenure, and just play a nice, simple... And I think that might be enough for you to win the game. There's no doubt you're a much, much better football team than the 49ers. Thanks. If you were at home, I think I'd back you. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game, but ultimately one team's going to be 3-0 and and one team's going to be 0-3 at the end of this. I've been impressed with the 49ers this season. I've not been impressed with the Steelers so far. Agreed. Um, so... But Both Mike and King have gone for the 49ers. I can't blame them. No, no, absolutely. But, you wouldn't uh, have thought you'd been saying that at this point. No, I wouldn't. Either. No, like I said, if we'd beaten the Seahawks and if Roethlisberg were okay, then I would have backed us to win this game as well. Yeah. So. But with Rudolph in, you did only just lose to a better team in the Seahawks. Well, so. play, we've played two playoff teams the first yeah. two games, and mm-hmm. one of them a Super Bowl winner. I've got to look for my uh, positives where <laughs> yeah. I can find them, Dave. Silver nugget, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, then, it's the Drew Breesless Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. I can only see the Seahawks winning this. Didn't you say, Dave, just last week, if it was the Saints, you would just say Saints win? Yes. There's one big thing that's changed. <laughs> What's that? Drew Brees. Oh. He's the catalyst that holds that whole defense together, uh, that whole offense together. <laughs> yeah. Um, they could still go and win because I think they're that good on defense. Um, when eventually it does gel, I think they they are dangerous on defense. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the Seahawks this season. I think the Seahawks look pretty good as well. They do, don't they? Yep. And it, that, uh, that's a that's going to be a really good game to watch. It's just going to be an entertaining, fun game. Um, I hope that they play Taysom Hill at quarterback. I really do. So I said they're looking at a, a kind of mix and match there I think between both, Hill and both uh, Bridgewater. Play. There's no doubt both will play. Yeah. And Seahawks start making it difficult at home, don't they? So, yeah. uh, both the King and Mike have gone for the Seahawks. Yeah, and there's not a shock. No, this game should be. I well, I'm looking forward to this one. It's the Houston Texans at the LA Chargers. Texans getting another tough game. What do we reckon on this one? Because these are two of the premier teams, I think, in the NFL. Uh, I'm not sold on the Texans after last week. I'm not all that sold on the uh, Chargers, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Um, again, I think it'll be an entertaining game. It could go either way. Um, how many times they get to Watson? I mean, that could be an NFL record. Mm. Like nine games in a row with more than four sacks. Yeah. Um, you know what? Sod it. Texans. Okay. Just, just because I can. 
Okay. Well, one of the two guys has gone for the Texans. Ah, smart guy. It's the king. Oh, not not so smart. The king's gone against his own charges. Yeah, and uh, it's Mike that's picked the charges to win that game. There's precedent for it, though. There's yeah, precedent for it. There is. I, I am actually quite sold on the Texans. Um, so the I, holes, I don't blame that. that I think pick. That their holes are more significant than the stars that they've got, potentially. I'm not massively sold on them. They're very close to being 2-0 and right now. It was only a heartbreaker that, that stopped them. But they're not one-on-one. On one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so the Sunday I'm night... to be one-on-one one right now. Yeah. <laughs> the Sunday night game, this was obviously scheduled before we knew that the Browns were hot and cold. It's the LA Rams at the Cleveland Browns. How much do I not want to watch this game? No? No. This could be a good game. Mm, it could Prime not, time. It could not be a good if game. If Baker well. feels dangerous, not then... Uh, not having it. Not having it? Okay. Well, both the guys have gone for the Rams. Rams. Yeah, Rams. Uh, the Monday night game yeah. is the Chicago Bears against the Washington Redskins. I'm going with my Redskins here. I mean, your Redskins. <laughs> I don't, I'm liking the Redskins, which is almost certainly mean they're going to be defunct with injuries and probably be out of business by Monday. Mm. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, anyone that I back, they have massive injury problems. This yeah, when you're going to start backing the Patriots, it's about um, time that you uh, threw your curse weight behind you that. Wait, yeah, I'll be all in for the Steelers soon. Don't worry about <laughs> Don't that. Don't do that. You've already done that. Franchise. You already picked the Steelers to win the game and they end up losing their <laughs> franchise quarterback. So, talk about Tom Brady some more. Mm. <laughs> you ain't no, there, will no, you? We're gonna get in trouble How much are they paying you? How much is Bob Craft paying you? Is he paying you in massage? If he wants to play me anything, if he wants to give me a rub and tug, I'm well in for that. <laughs> I bet you are. Um, all right, so who are you picking for this game? Are you picking the skins? Skins. Okay. We've again got a, a mix match that, here. That is more. That, sorry. I know we've gone on for a long time. Or mismatch. I apologise. But you should that's a reflection of me enjoying watching the skins and having watched Trubisky in two full games almost. Week one, I stayed up to watch the Thursday game. And obviously the Broncos game as well. So a lot of that. I'm not sold on Trubisky. They passed up my homes to get Trubisky. They moved up for Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sold on him. And I think there's enough in that Skins team um, to get one over on the Bears. The King has gone for the Bears. Mike has gone for the Skins. So we've got a few differences there. Mike we've got a chance nose. we've got a chance to close this gap well, I hope, between I the king Mike, and the people Mike licks his ass. <laughs> not quite the right <laughs> no I know I watched Demolition Man descriptive word uh, but thanks very much for that Dave yeah um, yeah so that is the podcast guys remember um, to like and subscribe um, check us out on Twitter at Jim and the King at Denver Dave 30 that's um, <laughs> your Twitter handle yeah uh, at Punk underscore Raider to remind him that he owes me a fiver for, <laughs> for foolishly picking his Raiders to to beat a, a superior team in every way um, yeah and also for those of you who don't know we were actually now posting this onto YouTube the entire podcast so last week was the first time uh, we actually uploaded the entire show uh, you can stick around and see some of the graphics that are going on there as well I don't know if I'll uh, insist that happens yeah, again. We're not that was videoing. A waste of time. But, yeah, uh, we're not videoing the two of us, us talking. No, 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 no. But if the, if you do we're want to listen to the radio. podcast, but not through iTunes or anywhere else, you know, like I said, the perfect thing for me is right when I listen to a podcast, I listen at work yeah. with my headphones on, but not my like personal headphones. Mm. So it can look like I'm on a conference call. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm actually listening to the the best podcast around. So true. You can do that through YouTube. Um, yep. And so, yeah, if you just go to Jim and the, type in Jim and the King, 
Uh, you should better find this very quickly. Uh, I think on YouTube you get a lot of nonsense come up. It has to be Jim and the King NFL. Yeah. Um, Preface the NFL bit in there. Yeah, there's a couple of singers who are really not actually that good. Or it'd be like week one review 2019, week two review 2019. Any of those kind of searches, you should find this pretty quickly. Um, Yeah, please check it out and uh, put a like on it and subscribe to us on there as well because, you know, we're, we're hungry for approval. In any way we can get it. I've given up. <laughs> and go to jimtheking.com where you can check out the uh, the stream there as well. So um, that's it. Until next week when it might not just be the two of us, Dave. We'll but see. I've enjoyed our time together. We'll see. <laughs> Until then, I've been Jim. That's been Denver David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.